Hi everyone, welcome to Little Russia, the podcast about Russian literature. This is the first episode and it's about Lolita. Yes, the novel is written in English and it can hardly be called Russian. But as you probably know, Vladimir Nabokov wrote in Russian when he lived in Europe. So the whole Nabokov's literary heritage, according to language, can be divided into big parts, Russian and English. If we search the Russian part, we will see that Nabokov was elaborating on the idea of Lolita for a rather long time and the novel developed from the earlier writings. So let's take a look at those writings and find some precursors of Lolita. The most early emerge of Lolita-like plot is detected in a poem called Lilith that Nabokov wrote in 1928. It's rather short and you can easily find at least three English translations of it on the internet. In the beginning, the male protagonist of the poem dies and gets to the afterworld. It seems to be a nice, pleasant place, so he thinks he's in heaven. Then he sees a pretty young girl who reminds him of his boyhood and the girl he used to peep at on the beach. The girl he meets now beckons him. He follows her to a cabin and they have sexual intercourse. The important thing is that he calls her Lilith, which sounds similar to Lolita. At the same time, Lilith is a demonic name and we can remember that Humbert defined the nature of the young girls he was obsessed with as a demonic, a nymphic one. What happens next in the poem? Lilith interrupts Akoitus and expels the man out of her cabin. He's outside now, he desperately begs to let him in, and he notices that the wonderful surrounding turns into something horrible. He ejaculates painfully and realizes that he's in hell. So the poem is a kind of brief version of Lolita that appeared 25 years earlier than the novel. The next anticipation of Lolita we find in a novel called Camera Obscura. In English translation it's Laughter in the Dark. Its plot is based on an affair between a middle-aged man and a teenage girl. That girl actually is not an infant. She is 16 or 17, but still it's a kind of unequal relationship which today is considered a crime, at least in the USA. The man is called Bruno Kretschmar in Russian version and Albert Albinus in English version. He's an art critic and Humbert is a literature professor, so their occupations are rather close to each other and both presume a high level of an aesthetic perception. This showcases the same issue raised in both novels. It's about aesthetics and its connection to ethics. Nabokov invites us to think over if an aesthet can be a villain. But in Lather in the Dark, the answer is not yet as obvious as it is in Lolita. The girl, whose name is Magda in Russian version and Margot in English version, soon goes cheating on Albert with another man who is an artist. It's very close to how Lolita escaped from Humbert with Quilty. Again, we see this occupation issue. Lolita prefers an actual writer to a philologist, the same way that Margot prefers an artist to an art critic. After Laughter in the Dark, Nabokov turns to a younger female character in his novel Invitation to a Beheading. 
It's about a male prisoner sentenced to death for a strange kind of crime named gnostical turpitude or untransparency. He is 30 and he is occasionally visited by 12 years old daughter of the prison director. I will read how her look is described. The jetting Emmy buried her forehead in his chest. Her curls tumbling and hanging to one side revealed the bare upper part of her back which had a hollow that moved with her shoulder blades and was evenly covered with a blown down which looked as though it had been combed with a symmetrical pattern. And the other exception. Emmy was still squatting, but a little less restrained, swaying a little as if on springs. Her downy arms crossed, her pink mouth slightly open and her long, pale, almost white lashes nictating as she looked across the table at the door. And now let's recollect how Humbert described Lita. The wide weight little boy's shirt, the slender waist, the apricot midriff, the wide breastkerchief whose ribbons went up and encircled her neck to end behind in a darling knot, leaving bare her gaspingly young and adorable apricot shoulder blades with that pubescence and those lovely, gentle bones. This image of a pubescence or a down appears in the litter several times. Humbert called the girl downy arm child of twelve, my heart downy darling, and so on. So Amy and Lita look not exactly the same, but the same are the words they are described by. But is the prisoner from the invitation to a beheading the same with Humbert? No, he is not a pedophile. He is not obsessed with Amy, maybe because all he thinks about is a punishment or by any other reason. Nevertheless, there is a shade in Amy's behavior. Let's read. Tomorrow, she said suddenly, squeezing him and gazing him between the eyes. Tomorrow, I'll die? asked Cincinnatus. No, I'll rescue you, Amy said pensively. She was seated astride him. That's very nice, said Cincinnatus, saving us from all sides. We'll run away and you'll marry me. Maybe when you are a little older, only I already have one wife. A fat old one, said Amy. It's obvious that Nabokov had not quit his Lilith and was slowly moving towards Lolita. And of course, the trope of a prison is central in both novels. Humbert was in prison too. He wrote his memoir in prison and he died in prison. In 1938, Nabokov wrote a novella which is the closest to Lolita in its plot. It's called The Enchanter. The unnamed male protagonist gets obsessed with 12 years old girl. He marries her mother, who's unhealthy. Soon the wife dies, the man takes the girl into a trip. They stop in a hotel, and when she's asleep he tries to rape her. But she awakes and starts screaming, attracting the attention of the other hotel guests. So the man gets out in a hurry and dies hit by a car. I want to emphasize this point. The man dies just like Charlotte Hayes does. At the same time, this final scene refers us back to the poem Lilith. The man imagines his life with the girl as a paradisical one. He calls his actions enchantment. That's why the novella is called The Enchanter. But when girl wakes and screams, he realizes how disgusting he is. 
And again, a painful understanding is combined with the trope of an ejaculation. So Nabokov turned his lilith into a prose in 11 years after it was written as a poem. But it wasn't a novel yet, and the topic had a lot to elaborate on. It would take 14 more years and the change of language to create Lolita. That's it. Now, when you turn back to the very beginning of Lolita where Humber speaks on precursors, you can see that not only the character Lolita had the precursors, but the novel itself did. And those precursors are written in Russian. Goodbye and thanks for listening.